Folks, welcome into Free Money Football. I'm your host, Ty B. We got Meerkat and some guy named Steve in the building. We are eight days away from the kickoff to the NFL season, and we have a ton of news from the 53-man rosters, some injury news to talk about, and some more bets to lock in for the season, boys. Meerkat, you are at uh, Bill's Stadium, well, Highmark Stadium now, uh, today, checking out practice. (laughs) The Ralph, yeah, yeah. Um, I was there for the preseason game Saturday. The The energy is palpable. You can feel it. Football, the NFL is almost here, Meerkat. I've been seeing it every show. We get a week closer, a week closer, a week closer. Now we're finally at the last week of futures. Next week we get to bet and talk about oh. real games, real lines. No more preseason. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Sure, we got more college football this weekend. Week zero is fun but nothing like the NFL for me. And that's what we're going to be focusing on. So get yeah. me to September 9th. Is that opening kickoff? Let's go, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Meerkat, I know you're fired up. Stevie, you got to be as well. We saw, you know, week zero. Yeah, you locked in some stuff. Now we got week one of college football here. A break from the NFL. Normally we'd have, you know, week four of the preseason. Not getting that anymore. But Stevie, we're so close. Oh, it just needs to be next Thursday. It really does. I, I We're grateful that the first week of college football, the true week one, is actually a loaded slate. So that can kind of hold us over, get our fix in there. But we are so close. Eight days away. We just had our train wreck fancy football draft last night. I am mm-hmm. so ready for the NFL season to start. And we got some fun, fun props tonight on this show. I can't wait. Eight more days, Meerkat. You said it perfectly. I, I can't wait. Absolutely. I'm already looking at the lines. You got seven and a half for that opening Thursday night game. 51 and a half total. Ooh, give me those points. Last year was the highest scoring season ever in NFL history. We saw tons of totals sitting in that 50, 55 point range even. Um, We're going to see a lot of that, I think, again this season. I don't know how defenses are going to adapt. It's going to be tough. Uh, Let's talk a little bit um, about, you know, some of these injuries, you know, uh, it looks like J.K. Dobbins is going to be out for the year with that torn ACL. Looks like a big spot here potentially for Gus Edwards, Meerkat. Yeah, I am all over Gus Edwards. So if you remember back then when we covered the AFC North, my prop let – me, let me get my notes out here. My prop for the Ravens was J.K. Dobbins under. This is pre-injury. I, I don't root for an injury or anything like that. I don't even care about the bet, whatever. Uh, but – a big proponent of that was because of Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards is like the most underrated running back in the entire NFL. The three years he's been in the league, he's had at least 700 yards and five yards of carry. And he's been Mr. Consistent. He's got like 718 yards, 711 and like 730 just does it. Mm-hmm. But now this year he's being thrust into that RB two role for the Ravens. I'm saying RB two because Lamar is the RB one in yep. that offense, but that offense runs the ball a lot, a lot of the time. And he never gets a lot of carries, Gus Edwards. But this year, he's at least, I mean, like, at least 200. Like, that's his floor. And you give him that over 17 games. You look what he's done his whole career, at least five yards per carry every single season. Does something similar to that behind a strong Ravens offensive line in Greg Roman's rush-heavy offense. His over (coughs) prop of 1,000.5 yards, which is up, like, 
250 from what it was, obviously. I still think that's free money given how this offense operates, what's behind him now, because Dobbins and Edwards were going to eat up a ton of yards. So Edwards was still primed for a big year. They they re-signed him even though they drafted uh, Dobbins. They gave him good money. They love him. And now with the big moves on the O-line, I really like it. And you like the Ravens, too, as a team. They just run the ball a lot. They ran the ball on all three downs more than league averages. You look at, like, third down even, 10% more than the league average running the ball 64% of the time on third downs. Gus Edwards going to get a heaping helping of those carries. Give me that over 1,000 and a half all day, every day. Yep, that's a good one right there, Meerkat. Love you hopping on that. But another storyline to talk about here is the Indianapolis Colts. Looks like Carson Wentz is Probably going to be cleared for to play for week one here. Quentin Nelson likely in there as well. T.Y. Hilton, though, uh, looks like he's got a disc injury with his neck. So he's he's going to be out for a few weeks more than likely. So we'll see what happens with them. But they're only two and a half point underdogs at home to the Seahawks right now. Looking ahead to that line in week one. Stevie, what do you what do you think about early on for some Colts prognostications now that it looks like once it's going to be out there early? So the Colts, I was kind of fading him with Wentz anyways, but now that he's coming back, he's still, you know, you don't know. He's still nursing a foot injury. Now he's on the COVID list. It's just a mess there right now in Indianapolis, and I'm just not sold on the Colts as a team or Carson Wentz as a legitimate quarterback. So I actually have a prop. Like, I didn't give out my prop in the AFC South show of the Colts because of all the injuries, but now it's up there on DraftKings. I'm taking the under for Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards at 1,175 and a half. And there's a couple main reasons to this. The first is, you know, the quarterback situation, I don't know if it's the best. If Wentz has a setback, then you have Easton in there. They're not going to run the ball too efficiently with Easton. Everyone's going to load the box on him. But the other thing, too, is the Colts have Marlon Mack back this year, and no one's talking about that. He's one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL, and he's going to join a backfield with Taylor and Naeem Hines, and that's a kind of a three-headed monster. I don't expect Jonathan Taylor to be that workhorse bell cow-type running back. I think all the running backs in the Colts' backfield will have a role. And let's not forget, too, yes, Taylor had a very good year last year, but a lot of it was inflated by his Week 17 matchup against the Jaguars, where he ran for 250 yards when all the backups are playing no one cared about the game he looks okay and he's behind a good Colts offensive line but I think Marlon Mack's going to come back in and he's going to get carries and Naeem Hines is going to have his role under 1175 and a half rushing yards I like it Taylor didn't even get to that number last year when he was basically the only guy so I know it's minus 115 that's not a fun one I got a lot of other fun props later on but I'm taking that as the under Absolutely. Any other storylines, Meerkat, you're eyeing here going into week one, some injuries or anything else that, that's caught your eye? Uh, as far as props going right now, nothing's really standing out to me. I mean, I'm, I might be dabbling in something like Mac Jones interception futures. That was another my, one, yeah. <laughs> just for my own passion, you know. That That's just, that's just to make myself feel good. Uh, but you know, a, a possible storyline that we're going to see a few weeks into the season. This prop, not really crazy odds for what it is, and it's because it makes too much sense. I didn't even have to tell you guys what it was for you to know what it was. I just said a certain guy is going to break a certain record on a certain date this year, and that's Tom Brady to break the NFL all-time passing yards record on October 3rd against the Patriots, his former team, where he's done 
so much in his career. It's only plus 150 for yes, because <laughs> the stats line up, the storylines line up, it just hit everything lineups for this. And you look at it, Brees 1,150 yards behind Brees on the all-time passing yard spot, and you break down Brady's stats. Brady averaged 289.6 yards a game last season, and between Bruce Arians' offense, uh, a kind of sketchy running back room, not really, not so much sketchy as they don't know what's going on there, and that wide receiver group, the best in the NFL. I don't see much regression from Brady this year post-Super Bowl. So if say, say Brady does regress heavily. The lowest yards per game he's had over a season over the past 10 years is 254 over a season. So say he does that the first three games of the year. He only needs 392 and only, but he's done that plenty of times, especially in big games on big stages. If he needed 392 yards against the Patriots break the record, he can do that. That's feasible. But you go on to like last year's track. He's only going to need, what was it? It was like 254 heading into that game if he goes off of last year's track. So you want to see him kind of stay on that pace, but he's going to be able to do it with just how it lines up being the fourth game of the season. The NFL is going to force this straight up, and Uh the Patriots start the season against two awful, awful secondaries in Dallas and Atlanta before they hit the Rams, who this isn't even poke fun at you, Steve. There's some questions kind of with the Rams secondary this year, even though I I trust in their defense. So he's had a chance to put up a lot of yards in those first three games, or at least first two, and leave them with a layup for the Patriots game. I love that pick yep absolutely meerkat that's a good one right there and i'm gonna hop in now to some of my props here that i'm looking at i'm really going a little bit off the board with a bunch of these but i know meerkat you have one uh with one of these you know lower record ones so i'll start with that one for myself and i'm looking at the atlanta falcons here the atlanta falcons for the fewest wins in the league 35 to 1 plus 3,500. There's just so much value on that. I think that's something good to take. The only team I'd really, really worry about on that is Houston. And who the hell knows? They could claw and scratch and get a couple more wins than I think the Falcons can. They're going to be in a very tough division. Even I think the Panthers are going to be a tough team. I don't think they have any layup wins this season at all. So I'd like that at 35-1. to And then another uh, prop I'm going with for the Falcons here, three or less wins on the season plus 900 and then four exact wins plus a thousand so you know if you bet both you're pretty much just taking a a hundred away on each side so eight to one nine to one for three or four wins absolutely love the two of those together i think i'm going to be making a lot of money betting against the falcons this year meerkat yeah so you're talking about losers this year I'm I'm taking another fun prop, going with the last winless team in the NFL. So the team just to go the longest without a win this year. And Falcons, I, I like them to lose a lot this year, but for this play, they actually have plus twenty eight hundred odds. They're kind of, you know, an underdog for this play, uh, when you look at the list because they have some layups in the beginning of the season before it gets tough for them. And you look at it, it really is down between the Lions plus two fifty and the Texans plus four fifty with how things play out for these teams. And I'm going chalk with the Lions plus 250. Both of these teams, not great. But I have a little more faith in Tyrod Taylor. And when you look at the beginning of the season, uh, the Lions really don't have a winnable game until, what, week six against the Bengals. They have a tough beginning to their schedule. And you look at the Texans. I mean, they play the Jaguars week one. They might win week one straight up. Uh, They got the Panthers week three. I like the Panthers, but 
we're not so sure about them yet. That's a winnable game. I mean, they have some some kind of games they could pull out early on where Detroit's got a tough stretch to go. And I don't see both of these teams starting like 0-6. So I, I'm going to bet with Dan Campbell being awful this year. I think that's what a lot of my bets this year have gone towards. Other than DeAndre Swift, he's going to eat. He's going to rush for 200 yards <laughs> a game, except they're going to lose every game. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, um, plus lines fourth hardest schedule overall. They just they're in for a terrible, terrible season. They honestly might be gearing up for a tank for one of these twenty twenty two quarterbacks. Who knows? You're muted, Tom. They're definitely going to be in need of a quarterback there. Uh, Jared Goff's yeah. not going to be a long term answer. But Stevie, what are you what are you keying in on as we get closer to the season here? Uh, so I have a lot of like kind of player props, but it's to lead, you know, in receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, passing yards, all that. I'll give out my first one first, and it's the favorite, but I I can't pass this up. It's plus 700, most receiving touchdowns, Devontae Adams. I I know he's the favorite, but I love this. I was already on his prop of over 11 touchdowns earlier when we did the North show. He led the NFL last year with 18 touchdowns, but he also led the NFL with 32 red zone targets, 25 red zone completions, and oh yeah, 14 red zone touchdowns. He he is Aaron Rodgers' favorite target wherever they are on the field and especially in the red zone. He was tied for second in touchdowns in 2018, 2017, and 2016. He had a down year in 2019, but forget about it. He's always going to be near the top, and if he's healthy, Rodgers is going to target him. Rodgers is going to give him the ball. I love that you're getting it at plus 700. I, I don't know how the odds are that high, especially for a favorite. But I really don't see if Devontae Adams is healthy for all 17 games, anyone coming close to him, because that's who Aaron Rodgers targets in the red zone. And Robert Tanyan had 11 touchdowns last year. That has to regress a little bit. I think Devontae mm-hmm. Adams is going to just get a lion share of the targets. He's There's really no number two wide out in that offense. You can say Lazard. You can say Cobb in the slot, Scantling. I don't like really any of them. Adams is the go-to guy. Rodgers has made that known that that's his guy. I love plus 700. I think it's really good value. Yeah, I like that one there, Stevie. Love that one there. Um, He's proven to be a very, very reliable receiver and has a great, great relationship with Aaron Rodgers, so that's a good one there. Um, My next one I'm going to go with is is a very, very strange, interesting prop that they have over at DraftKings. It's called Worst to First. It's basically all the teams who finish last in their division – if any of them win their division, you win it. If any of that, if none of them win their division, you lose. Well, I'm saying no anyways, and it's plus 125. The teams are the Jets, the Bengals, the Broncos, the nope. Eagles, Detroit, Atlanta, and San Francisco. The only team I would worry about a little bit is San Francisco, but it looks like it's probably going to be Jimmy G to start there. I don't love that for them. I think Lance gives them more upside over the long term, but um, – it's going to be a very, very, very tough division. So if you're giving me them to not win the division plus 125, I think that's free money right there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Broncos, that, uh, I, they, I don't believe in that. Nah, they, they can't. They need an injury, just, right? They, they, need, they need them a home I mean, injury. I guess that's the so, Eagles, like the the Eagles have an Eagles, outside chance. But I was going to say Eagles kind of. And yeah. uh, just a point about the 49ers. I'm fading 49ers every which way I can. I love Trey Lance, but I, I said it. He's a developmental yeah. guy in all my draftings. Uh, he's fine being thrown into the fire right now. I, I helped perform decently, I think, but 
you won't get the most out of them yet this year. And they're starting with Jimmy G. I think their win total is still at 10 and a half. It's just one of those lines I don't understand. All they just a lot of weird lines for like to make the playoffs and stuff for yeah. San Fran this year. Where I don't think they win their division by any means, but I'm fading them every which way. So I love that tie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But Meerkat, what else are you looking at? All right, I got to give my homer pick. This It's a little <laughs> fun, but it's mainly homer here. And it's the Buffalo Bills to go 6-0 and in the AFC East. Get out the brooms again and sweep it. Yes, plus 600. And I know, we've only swept the AFC East once, and that was last year. And yeah. I, I mean, we can do it again. It's more of a fun pick. I, I picked the Bills going 5-1 in the AFC East already, but that doesn't mean we can swing a win with this roster and Josh Allen and all the turmoil in the AFC East. You look at it, the Jets are going to be better than last year, but I still think they're not great. I still think we dominate them. They have a rookie QB with questions and a rookie head coach, just not the best roster overall. Jets, not worried about. Dolphins, Josh Allen, he owns that team. Like I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he had a majority stake in the Dolphins because he literally <laughs> owns them in every which way. And I'm not worried about that. The Patriots though scare me a bit, and it's not because of Mac Jones. It's because of Bill Belichick. He he's pissed about last year. You think he likes getting swept by the Bills? You saw him whipping the phone at the bench. It never happened to him before. He's not used to that. He wants revenge. And honestly. I might have. I like Jones. Don't get me wrong, but I would have probably been a little more scared if Cam was their starter because you saw Cam bring us to the brink last year. It was a, a Zimmer, you know, force fumble away uh-huh. from us potentially losing that game there. So I think that could be the swing game. But Mac Jones now starting makes me believe in it a little more. A plus six hundred odds with how good the Bills are and how many question marks there are through the rest of the division. I love it. The only thing that really, really scares me, not Bill Belichick is week 18 versus the Jets because yeah, yeah. I expect this to be clinched by then. Yep. And the Jets, I don't think they're going to be playing for much, but if they got a win over, say, like a 13-3 and three Bills team, that would make them a little happy, I guess. I Bills used to be happy doing that a week 17 to other teams. You know, but what did, yeah, what did the Bills do last year, though, with the backups in, in week 17? And, and, well, exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm not that worried about it. It's just a little thing that does mm-hmm. scare me. But I, I'm going to choose to bet on our Bills. It's, it's a fun play. And it's good odds at plus 600. I like it, Meerkat. Yeah. Got to have some fun throughout the season. Stevie, what else are you targeting? Give us a few more. Meerkat gave his homer pick, so I'll give my first homer pick. And it's the Rams and the Washington football team to win their respective divisions. It's at plus 850. And there's a couple reasons I like this. First off, I was going to bet the Rams to win the NFC West anyways. The only team I'm really scared of is the Seattle Seahawks. But they don't have the best defense. And Sean McVay has found success with Jared Goff since he's been in the Rams, 43-21 and 21 since he became the coach. Now he gets Matt Stafford. That's a huge upgrade. That's going to make a world of a difference. And I know they lost a, lot of, lost a lot of pieces on defense, but they still have Ramsey. They still have Donald. They still have the young players. you got Williams. you got Fuller. I think they can win the NFC West. And then the NFC East, it, it's kind of just a crapshoot at mm-hmm. this point. I think Washington has the best unit of any team in that uh, conference with their defense. And they made the playoffs last year at a 7-9 and record with Alex Smith as the quarterback. Now you get Fitzpatrick, who's going to throw the ball down the field. I love Ron Rivera. I think he's a phenomenal head coach. And I had to show the Washington football team some love for getting Jarrett Patterson on the 53-man roster. 
they are plus 200 normally just to win FC East. You parlay them with the Rams. It goes up to plus 850. And if you look at the value there, plus 850, other teams around there, like Patriots, Ravens is plus 850. I don't want any part of that. Jags, Bucks, plus 900. I think it's the best value for like a high odds, you know, yeah. division parlay. Plus 852. You know, good football teams. I know we were all high on them. Both of the shows had the overs. I think it's it's worth the value at plus 850. Absolutely worth the value on that one, Stevie. And I got a division parlay as well, but I'm going Chiefs, Bills. That's absolutely free money. Write that one down. Take that to the bank. Cash that check now. And they're giving you plus value at plus 130. Yeah. Take that all day long and run with it. Um we touched a little bit, you know, Broncos could be sneaky. Could the Chargers make a run there in the West? I don't know. It's still Patty Mahomes. It's still Andy Reid. You can't really bet against that. They've had, what, 12 wins the past three or four years. I think they're going to continue that trend. And Josh Allen and the Bills, baby. Yeah, That's all we need to say. I I love that, Ty. Don't bet scared, right? Don't make a bet because you're afraid of an injury. I love that they're clearly the two best teams in both divisions. And not only that, that's a perfect type of thing you compare with. We've seen Al's crazy long six, seven, mm-hmm. eight leg parlays. Throw those two in there because that's free and that already gets you plus 130 with whatever else you want to throw on it. Absolutely. Stevie, always thinking ahead, trying to make more money. And that's why I love you, bud. Meerkat, <laughs> what else are you targeting? Uh, I said my lowest lo- odds for last, I guess. And it's kind of a vanilla play here, but it's still plus money. It's still a future. I like it a lot. And it's some, you know, I'm sure you guys like it too because of some picks you've given out. It's the LA Chargers to make the playoffs. Yes, yeah. plus 105. Coming off a 7-9 season, I mean, they finally have competency at coach with uh, Staley, who I love. And over that, coming from the L.A. Rams as their defensive coordinator, I'm sure Stevie was upset losing him because he's he's good. And I yeah, like this move a lot for this team uh, that needed some stability defensively because your offense is secured for the future right now with Justin Herbert under center. And adding uh, Joe Lombardi from the Saints, their QB coach, who's worked with Drew Brees and stuff, helped you know, develop Jameis and such before this season. Uh, get to where he is, Taysom Hill. He's a good quarterback coach, the right guy for Justin Herbert to – now be his offensive coordinator, and they might save the ship. Anthony Lynn nearly sunk last year. Their offensive line, terrible. 28th ranked in the lead. This year they make some good, good free agent additions. They draft really well to get Herbert the protection he needs because he was the second most pressured quarterback in the NFL last year. Did it really matter? No, he still delivered an absolutely insane 4,300-yard, 31 touchdown rookie year. Insane. Yeah, absolutely yeah. insane. And now this year, you get a couple new sleeper weapons in the draft, too, with Josh Palmer, a guy who I'm really high on, and Trey McKitty, another guy I liked in the draft process. So there's no reason for me to think Herbert doesn't build off of last year with now a better offensive line and the same weapons with a little added juice. Um, And last year, five and seven in one score games. That's not going to happen again, especially with a smart coach. Anthony Lynn yeah. straight up lose some of those games for them. Straight up, yeah. like, highly publicized. Everybody knows. So I don't think those happen this year with Staley. A couple of those swing in their favor. I mean, there's no reason to think this team doesn't go 11-6, and 10-7. Uh, probably not going to win their division. But to make the playoffs a wild card spot, I, I love it. Absolutely love it. All over Justin Herbert this year. All over the Chargers. 
Yep, yeah. love that one, Meerkat. I've been high on them as well. Um, if you guys want, you can go back and listen to us preview the AFC and NFC West divisions. You can go back and check that out, whether it's YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. It's all up there. Stevie, what else you got to make us some free money before the season gets started? So I got two more. They're both pretty long shots, but I'll give the more reasonable one first. Actually, I, I love them both. I'm not going to lie. The first one is DK Metcalf to lead the NFL in receiving yards at plus 1,200. You guys hear me talk about him on this show, on the fantasy show. I love DK Metcalf. I think he's a superstar, and he's going to be one of those dominant wide receivers that corners just can't guard for years to come. Why? Well, he's six foot four. he's 230 pounds, and he runs the fastest 40 of anyone besides Tyreek Hill. It's unbelievable what he can do with his athleticism last year he had 1303 yards seventh in the nfl but he was third of all receivers with a thousand plus yards and yards per catch third of all receivers a thousand plus yards and yards per target and he was 19th in the nfl in receptions with 83 he really wasn't getting targeted as much as some of the other guys but he's playing with a superstar quarterback russell wilson who we know loves to throw the deep ball and throws it very well very efficient throwing the deep ball and he started the season off last year on pace to lead the NFL in receiving yards. He's averaging 98 and a half yards per game through the first eight games. Then he kind of hit a little lull, but I really think DK Metcalf can keep it up. He's going to get the lion's share of the targets in my mind. I think he's going to step up above Tyler Lockett as the number one in the offense this year. And he had 249 more yards than Lockett last year on 17 less receptions. If that flips, the yardage is going to double that the difference. And I really think DK is a guy who can get above 1500 receiving yards, probably close to 1600, even 1700, hundred per game. The Seahawks don't have the best defense. They don't have a good secondary. So they're going to be in a lot of high scoring games. So you have a great combination of a bad defense with a great quarterback, a, you know, good offense and a superstar talented player at plus 1200. I love those odds. I'm taking a shot on DK this year. I like that one there, Stevie. That's a great, yeah, a, absolutely a great play on that one. DK has shown the uh, the upside there to be a true number one receiver, and he has the opportunity with Russell Wilson. He's a guy who yeah. will throw the ball down the field to a meerkat. Stevie, are you not shook, though, about the potential emergence of my boy Dwayne Axcridge? I mean, he looks good, but I, you know he'll have his role. He'll have his role. But I, I, I think DK. I, I wish I could get a Dwayne Eskridge pop right now. <laughs> I, I'd hammer that. Him and Josh Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we still can't get the jar pat props either. It's killing me. Absolutely killing me. I'm trying to make some money here, Vegas. They know that the value's there. That's why they can't put a number on it because it's going to go for a million yards, I'm telling you. But I got one more prop here before we get out of here and get to Stevie's last, and that's going to be for the Kansas City Chiefs to lose in the championship round plus 900. And that's because the Buffalo Bills are winning the Super Bowl. You heard it here first, second, third, fourth, fifth. I think we've said it a bunch of times. I believe in them this year. So hopefully that's what happens. If you believe it, you know, Bills are like 12 plus 1200 plus a thousand right now to win the Super Bowl. They're more than likely going to have to play the Chiefs there at some point, and it's probably going to be there in the championship round. If you'd like the Bills to get to the Super Bowl even this year, that's a great value pick right there to have the Chiefs losing in exactly the championship round. 
Yeah, I was looking at those props, and those are nice. I, I was like, can I take the Bills to sweep the AFC East and go with some AFC Championship game futures? I didn't <laughs> want to go full homer mode like Stevie last week. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, no, I, Bills odds, a lot of those, like AFC odds, like them advancing, you know, as far as the AFC Championship game, the uh, uh, Chiefs losing isn't a bad bet if you like them to go to the Super Bowl. Um, lots of those odds, lots of those plays are good value plays for the Bills. It's not just homerism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the Chiefs back-to-back about. years going all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. A bit of a, a letdown last year. A bit of a hangover. We see most teams usually yeah. take that hangover into the regular season. I don't think we'll see that out of the Chiefs just because of the makeup of that roster and the you know the coaching staff there. But I think you know late in that season, after back-to-back-to-back long runs they're just going to run out of gas and hopefully it's to our Buffalo bills hoping and praying Stevie, but what else you got? So this one's for Meerkat. It's another leading the NFL in a category. It's <laughs> Jameis Winston to lead the NFL in passing yards at plus 2,500. I really love these odds. First off, besides last year where the saints were 19th in passing since Sean Payton has been the head coach of the new Orleans saints, they've been top 10 in passing yards Every single season, 7th, 10th, 5th, 1st, 1st, 2nd, 2nd, 1st, 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 6th, 1st, 2nd, 1st. They throw the ball. He loves to throw the ball. Jameis Winston has the best pass-catching running back at his disposal in Alvin Kamara. Marquez Callaway, we all saw what he did in the preseason game. Yeah, I know it's the preseason, but he looked great. And you know who also looked great? The guy throwing him those passes, Jameis Winston. Traquan Smith could be back sooner than expected. And, you know, Michael Thomas is a big question mark. But if he comes back after the six weeks, you have a really good receiving core with Alvin Kamara. And not to mention, Sean Payton is a great coach, a great offensive mind, and Jameis loves to throw the ball. Last full season, Jameis had he threw for 5,109 passing yards, led the NFL in 2019. Now he's taking over the job. And I'll tell you what, that says a lot about Sean Payton's confidence in Jameis Winston because everyone was like, he's in love with Taysom Hill. He's in love with Taysom Hill. He wants to get Hill involved. And they announced, hey, Jameis is our guy. Jameis is our starter. That type of confidence made me even think that the Saints could be a pretty good team this year. But not only that, they're going to be a fun team, a fun offense. I can't wait to see what Jameis does with this type of offensive mind, with these type of weapons. And at plus 2,500, you're telling me a guy who two years ago threw over 5,000 yards, you're now getting it at 25 to 1 odds. I love it. I'm all over it. And of course... And, of course, it wouldn't be a show without me giving a little homer <laughs> bias, but Rams-Bills to match up in the Super Bowl is 40-1. to 1. I may sprinkle. I just might. I love okay. – for a second, I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to pander really hard to me. And, <laughs> and you know, Deontay Swift to lead the NFL in rushing. Oh, I, I mean – I would have cried. I would have <laughs> tears of happiness, of proudness. But I, I love the Jameis. Everything coming up, Jameis, baby. I was – I, I, back when we first started this season of the fantasy show, I'm like, I am taking Jameis yep. fantasy drafts. <laughs> Jordan or whoever was just like, oh, what the what? I'm like, I am everything in Jameis. He's taking the QB job. He, he's done it. I, I love Jameis props. I'll take him. I think there's value in taking every Jameis over prop this year. I think I taking I his overpassing you. yards, yep. his overpassing touchdowns, his overpassing interceptions, his over fumbles. Another 30-30 year? It. 
all of it. And, yeah, at, at least two of the four hitting. He's going to be electric in that offense, in that system of Sean Payton. I can't wait. The workout videos this summer, too, oh, have yes. been next Yo. level. He's just getting hit with, like, giant ball sacks and, like, people throwing <laughs> knives at him and stuff. It just doesn't make sense, but I love it. Let's go, j Yes, hopefully it translates to the field, and hopefully that's cash and some props for you guys, and hopefully some of the listeners and some of you listeners. Make sure you guys are you know liking and subscribing if you're watching over there on YouTube. If you're you know listening, make sure you guys you know help share and move the product a little bit here so we can continue to do this for you guys, bring you more free money. We're gonna do it throughout the season. Gonna be breaking down the lines for the week every Wednesday week. with some updates Woo-hoo. on the weekend. More than likely, do it sometime on Saturday for you guys. Locking things in officially um, with some updates, you know, on injuries and actives and all that. So, you know, some stuff to look out for. So you're not, you know, just waking up Sunday morning, not knowing what the hell you're going to do. If you got to get to a tailgate or something, well, guess what? You already got your information there on Saturday. You know what you're doing. You know what you're locking in. You know what you're keying in on. And that's what we're here for. So shout out to Meerkat and Stevie for once again, joining me here on Free Money Football. Make sure you follow us over at Degenerate Zone. The darts on a heater, 6-0, and last six. Let's keep it going, Meerkat. Good night now.